Well, I mean, we all remember that time in middle school where the most attractive girl in the entire school comes up to us and is like, hey, I'm really interested in you because you play video games. We should play video games. <laughs> Welcome to Annie Files, episode 8. God is dead and anime killed him. And then anime killed me. And then anime killed all of my friends. Help, anime is on a murdering spree. It's a long title. I'm, I'm your host, Ryan, your MC with no personality, your blank slate, your insert character. <laughs> Joining us today is the uh, kind of outside society... Kind of fringy, misunderstood Dean. <laughs> Conspicuously unbearded as well. Um, we have. Uh, I am. I am Dino. We and have. I am here to talk about about the thing that that that's wrecked all of our lives. We have the tall, tall, tanned <laughs> senpai, the the beauty, Chris. Hi. And uh, oh, we yeah. have the childhood friend who. Is so disproportioned and horrifying, but somehow I can't see that because childhood friendship trumps all else, Jake. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. I think my proportions are just fine. Uh, um, <laughs> I'm goddamn beautiful, and if you say anything else... You know what? You are, you are goddamn beautiful. Thank you. <laughs> so, uh, with that... Shall we? Shall we just start with my first girlfriend as a gal? Yeah, may as well. Uh, uh, but, uh I, so I wish I hadn't started with my first girlfriend as a gal. Um, as in, I wish I hadn't seen it. But uh, other than that, man, this show. <laughs> I don't. I I don't hate this. I I don't hate it. It it's confusing. Like I hate parts of it, and I love parts of it. I feel like it it's has like a really good premise. Go ahead. It's like saying, I don't hate people that are racist, but I hate racism. Uh, and that's exactly how I feel about this. Like, <laughs> the show's not inherently awful. It's just everything inside of the show is really unappealing. I don't hate, I don't hate this particular show. I just hate everything that it is. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> ah, man. I, I like what they were trying to do. So in the first episode, <laughs> I think it ends with um, MC and Yame-san uh, going out for yes. not really any any good reason. Like, she's just kind of like, yeah, you're kind of interesting. Sure, I'll go out with you. And, and I don't know that that's a good enough justification for me. Um, I can't, like, play with things because I'm on camera now. Uh, I have to, <laughs> have to actually pay attention this time. Um yeah, that, that wasn't explained very well. I like the idea of, like, this is going to be a show about what it's like to have your first girlfriend in high school. Um, I think there's some interesting things they could do there. But they spend so much time in MC's head that it is, like, his thought process. And it's just it's boring and uninteresting. Yeah, there are a few places. It, like, I think some of the redeeming qualities are how relatable he can be in some ways. But they take it just a little bit too far. They spend a little bit too much time on it. If it's just yeah. here and there, it's like, okay, we get it. You're awkward. You're embarrassed by what's going on, whatever. But 
don't know. Just it, it was a little bit too much. I think. Yeah. It, the panty bit in his head, I thought was actually funny. There where it's like uh, where it's it, the he get the his whatever shadow darker self has the panties on his face and okay. the little cowardly version of him is trying to get him to, to leave. I actually thought that bit was funny. Um, it had some. That's one of the yeah, only in bits. his head bits that made me laugh. Yeah. Um. Jake and I were talking about this show, and I was like, it feels kind of like high school, and like the awkwardness, and him trying to figure out how to act and stuff. Um, but, like, a lot of the humor was really bad. Jake, do you want to air some grievances? I'll let you... Uh... <laughs> I, I've, just, I've just been silently, like, stewing while y'all are talking about this, because I, <laughs> I loathed this show. I thought it was the worst thing that I've seen this season, and we've seen some pretty awful... Like, like... Ugh. What what's uh, Ryan? What's the name of the anime with the uh, the guy that has his first girlfriend who's really tiny and he's like this giant monolith of a human? Uh, really cute. Ore Monogatari love story. Yes, yes. So like, I, I hate for my trope to be like, hey, let me compare this to another anime that does a similar thing uh, like every time. But um, Ore Monogatari was also cute and it's like ah my first like relationship and whatever and they didn't talk about sex and panties and virgins for 20 minutes every episode i'm assuming it's every episode because it was the entirety of the first episode it's not i may be a little oversensitive to it because that's just not how i think it's not every episode uh spoilers i've been keeping up on this show um (laughs) but it is pretty frequent uh enough and I mean, it's old in the first episode, so it, it just keeps being old. I, I, yeah, I just ne- like the first time they mentioned it, I was like, okay, they got the point across. And then they like any other points past that is just driving the the point home that this guy is a virgin and he's crazy about sex. And it's like, man, hi- people that are in high school also have other thoughts like yeah and also <laughs> his his lolly friend made me incredibly uncomfortable oh god like, they they yeah. somehow made Fuck. an anime character look absolutely disgusting <laughs> like you know you can do some stylistic things and make anime characters look unattractive and that's not that difficult mm-hmm. but like they just went just give him a donut face went for like the safe generic anime style where like everything looks okay usually and somehow made a character that looks disgusting, just like so horribly proportioned. I think proportioned. that's the point of that, though. I think that was definitely on purpose, considering the fact that he finds himself very attracted to elementary school girls. I don't, uh, I don't hate that they made him look gross. I, I, I just, I don't know, man. That that's like physically impossible, and not even like for anime that's physically impossible, which is saying a whole lot. Like that, that person should not exist. And yeah. are we talking about the same uh, person here? Yeah, Dean, I don't think you're talking about the same person. No, we're talking about the, the little childhood friend character. The sister? The yeah, really no, I was talking No, no, no. I was talking about the Lollicon, the the friend. Oh the no, we haven't we haven't gotten around to that yet. Okay, no, yeah, that girl was oh. fucking ridiculous. That was insanity. There we go. <laughs> okay. I was like, man, he's just taking a really interesting stance. I want to hear. <laughs> No. no, no, the 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 young girl with the gigantic titties is insane. Yeah, <laughs> it doesn't work. Yeah, uh, in in YouTube chat, and Varial says he didn't have any other thoughts in high school except video games and getting homework done, so he wouldn't be grounded and denied video games. <laughs> <laughs> Priorities. I I don't hate that outlook. 
It sounds uh, pretty true to my high school experience, too. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think that's the thing, is that, like, you know, this show is about that aspect of, you know, teenage angst, and so it makes sense they would highlight it, but at the same time, like, you have especially the sort of group of friends around MC that's just so obsessed with, like, oh, we are all virgins and we want to not be virgins, and it's not even like, I want to have a girlfriend and have a relationship, it's I want to not be a virgin. Um, And so, like, the fact that they just had nothing else to talk about... Uh, just felt super unbelievable and just like, okay, this is dumb, I'm done. Well, it's like, really no different from your your American Pies, your general, like your whole teen movie genre. Is, I don't really watch that, though, so maybe that, I don't maybe either, that, uh, no. I don't, I don't find them entertaining for that same reason. That, like, that's all they have to give a shit about. What mm-hmm. I think makes it not as bad in this show is the way that characters react to things. It's It's... Anime is more entertaining than live-action American Pie stuff, just because you can. It's animated. You can do all kinds of crazy shit. So, yeah. I don't know. It's you're exactly right though. That's all they've got. Like that's their card. Mm-hmm. But like for me, they've got what four or five characters that have their only, not even their only defining trait, but their only trait is that they're crazy about sex and they haven't had it yet. Yeah. Um, like that's that's four characters that we have to pay attention to in this show that are the same character. Like like it doesn't matter that they look different or that one of them is like weirdly fat, but like they they're all the same guy. And and so it just it's just dumb. That's really that's a really dumb thing to do. They could have been like this person's crazy about sex, but also he really likes fruitcake. Like that would have been enough <laughs> for me to have distinguished it. Like, it's people dumb, having a strange predilection for a specific food is going to come up later. What? I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, that's kind of what I was saying at the beginning about I liked the premise. I liked the idea of exploring a guy in his first relationship in high school, but then there was just the content of the show was so bad. So, ah. It's like, and so, was thought, no though, so when they, I do have a thought about the, about the girl character though, which, cause you'd mentioned it earlier about it not making sense that she would go out with them. Yeah. She's a character and I don't want to seem shitty or I, and I don't want to seem, um, I'm not an asshole. Okay. But I'm, I'm going to say this in a way it's going to make me seem like an asshole, but I think it works here. Okay. And that is, um, I think this, I think this character is a, very tropey female character, low self-esteem type of thing. Like, and and it, it, if you look at it with that lens, it makes sense that she would choose to go out with him. Uh, yeah, that that I ends mean, up not being true in later episodes about her character. Um, okay. Well, I'm, I'm only, but, I, I just I've only seen the one, but yeah. through that lens, it kind of made sense. I mean, if we defer back to something like Love and Lies, where there weren't really a whole lot of reasons in the first episode why these two people are in love with each other, um, I was, I'm totally okay with that sort of thing. I, I'm okay with her not really revealing why, um, because that could be a really cool uh, like jumping-off point to get into an actual deeper plot. A different story, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I'm I'm okay with that, with it not really making sense because it's just like real life. You don't exactly know what someone is thinking a hundred percent of the time. Yeah, I uh, Yamesan really is the only redeeming character, the only redeeming aspect of the show as it goes further along. Absolutely, that doesn't surprise me. The uh, the uh, character I do want to say this whole thing was weirdly censored. 
So, <laughs> like, this was... Is that part of it? Did they do that for the show, or is that Crunchyroll having to censor things? Because that was... No, it's not, that seemed like it was for the show. It's not... Nope. Nope, it's not Crunchyroll. It's uh, Japan's broadcast laws. Um, mm-hmm. If you know your way around the high seas, there are uncensored versions available. Um, okay. Which is what I watched, and I don't know. I guess I didn't warn you guys about that, but yeah, uncensored versions were uh, much better. See, it wasn't... Like, you kind of got the gist. Like, it wasn't... The censoring was... My, the thing about the censorship in this episode was that it was obvious and thus it wasn't that bad like the, they yeah. didn't try to blur things out or pixelate things and make it look like it should be something else they were just like we're gonna censor this very obviously so here yeah and yeah they were kind of lampshading it and it kind of added to the comedy i thought like there's yeah. that one scene where he's kind of like imagining that sexy situation in his head and i found it funny that it was the girl character who actually came in like oh don't look and it's her hand coming yeah it's it like her hand so, censoring the situation okay that's kind of it's, it's funny because it's it's contrasting, like, how he's imagining her and how she's actually reacting to it. Uh, so it's like, that's what you're seeing is not her. She's covering up what you what he thinks is her, which I thought was actually kind of clever. So, yeah, they, but, they, but. I think they probably recorded that piece of VO just for the censored person, just for the censored version. Yeah, I didn't get because, that at all. Yeah, um, there was a piece of VO that was in there where the girl voice actor clearly says... Uh, no, don't look, and then it starts to censor with hands, like her hands yeah. are like blocking the shots and stuff. That's actually it's kind like of like trigger animation hands <laughs> covering things up. It's actually exactly, that's actually yeah. kind of kind of good. And even in the uncensored yeah. version, like it wasn't really raunchy or inappropriate or anything. That's was, what I was wondering because it it didn't seem like anything would be showing anyway. No, I mean to air on like daytime television, it was too much, but it wasn't. It wasn't in bad taste, I felt. Well, Preacher I was just, just thinking, had why would you a watch this on retarded Jesus television? piss on him, so they can do quite a bit on daytime television in the U.S., apparently. <laughs> yeah, this, Preacher uh, was... Well, I guess Preacher's a primetime show, but... Um, so I'm actually... Are we are we done? Do we have anything more to say about this show? Not in particular. I'm going to give it a one. I have watched some episodes past the first one, but I haven't been keeping up with it the last couple weeks, and I really don't know if I'm going to go back to it. Like, I don't trust them to deliver you, on the things I like about this show. Yeah. If you love me, let it go. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, yeah, I'm I'm in the I'm same boat. This. I'm your drop? Uh, yeah, I dropped this immediately. Like, I, I, the script is so fucking one-sided, I don't care. I'm going, I'm, I'm going to go maybe on this one, same as Ryan. I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to give it a one. I think it, I think it might be something to watch a couple more episodes of and, and, if it stays funny, if it stays a little quirky, I'll, I'll, I might just stick with it because it seems like a really light watch, and you know it's not bad to have a light watch. It's a drop for me. Um, it had a few redeeming moments, but for the most part, I didn't think it was anything I'm interested in. So, main, char- main character heroine hot chick is like great. That's the yeah. reason that I would continue to She's watch. She's adorable. It, but that's not yeah, enough. No. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like that's awesome. But uh, oh, uh, I did have one question about this show. I did have one question because I was I was a little confused. Gao, that means something, and I don't know what it, it means. It does. Uh, Gyaru, uh, in Japanese, translates roughly to gal, is a type of culture in Japan, which um, is it's kind of a counterculture thing. Um, so if you missed the joke when I was doing the introductions, Dean was Yame-san, Chris was Senpai, 
Chan and yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Gyaru is uh, it's a counterculture thing where in in Japan and other Asian countries, but Japan is the important one here. Um, beauty a lot of times is being kind of pale and having light makeup and um, kind of what we would consider traditional feminine dress. Gyaru culture is a lot of tans, uh, especially like spray tans. Um, they make jokes about uh, the senpai being a spray tan Gyaru in later episodes. Did you guys even meet uh, the other Gyaru senpai? Briefly. Okay, I couldn't remember if she was in... Uh, like, like yeah, They maybe. met in the hallway and she was like, I gotta go talk to some guy. And okay, yeah. yeah. She has a more prominent role in later episodes. Um, the, wait, the blonde-haired girl? Or... Who are we talking about? The tall, dark, older girl. Yeah, briefly. Yeah. Yeah, yeah so it's a lot of that. Spray tans, uh, heavy, heavy makeup, um, hair dyed in different colors. Blonde is common, also like pink and purples and stuff. Um, lots of revealing clothes, the really short uh, shorts and like midriff revealing um, midriff, Mid, uh, chet, stomach revealing shirts. Boobies, you can say boobies. No, no, that'd be midriff. Okay, yeah, midriff revealing shirts <laughs> and uh, you know, lots of jewelry. So kind of a, it's kind of SoCal hot then is sort of. Yeah, the, that's a, a good way to put yeah. it, and considerably less words. <laughs> <laughs> um, aho girl, or literally idiot girl. <laughs> Oh, I already know what's going to happen, and I'm sad. <laughs> um, well, what's going to happen then? You uh, uh, lead. Um, Dean thought it was interesting. Um, he, thought, he thought it was funny. He liked it. He didn't like the characters. Um, Ryan probably hated it. That's the only question mark I have. I think you didn't like it. Um, I know how Chris feels because we saw it together. And um, I, I thought it was absolute human garbage. So, Dean, Dean, did he did he guess us right or did he get it backwards? I think he nailed me exactly, oh, dude. I'm also, I'm also in the same boat as you. I hated the characters, but it actually had some pretty funny moments in it. He suplexed her. He straight up suplexed her. It was great. <laughs> I, I liked the jokes that were in this. They, the comedy was really on point, but... Um, I'd say some of the comedy was There wasn't was enough on story to supplement it. Some of the jokes fell flat, but there were so many jokes coming at such a good pace that it was okay for a couple of them to fall flat. Because it some of them landed. That's exactly right. It kind of had that Deadpool thing where it's like, when we're doing two yeah. jokes a minute, they don't all have to land, you know? Yeah. It, it was... It was I, I liked it. <laughs> I wouldn't say I liked I would it. Cons- I would kind of consider myself to be an expert of this. I would genre, also consider kind of. you to be an expert of this genre. So, yeah, agreed. <laughs> uh, um, I I've seen this kind of comedy style several times. It's it's not super uncommon. It's just difficult because like your writing team just can't sleep ever. Um, but it could have it could have been done better. If you had some more likable characters, or if you had introduced the characters a little if bit, if you had introduced better, them at all. That that too, like yeah. I wasn't. That didn't bother me. Just dropping me in with a couple of characters, and she's obviously an idiot, and he's sick of her, and all this other stuff. I, I didn't hate that. I was like, cool, all right, we're we're off and rolling from the beginning. 
well, like like there's a show called uh, Nichi Joe that's actually one of my favorite anime of all time. Um, that's in the same style. It's just like sketch comedy. Uh, jokes are happening. It's a little bit. It's a little bit different. It's more focused on the comedy, but um, it's it's more focused on the delivery of the comedy. Let, let's yeah. put it at that. But um, the first, it's a skit show because it was a weekly manga, and so it introduced the characters of which there are several. Um, slowly, uh, each skit was kind of a, a slow, slow roller, and it was really humorous. But you got to know them and love them at, at a different pace. That felt a lot nicer. And then they kind of ramped it up and just made it really humorous. Once you knew who everyone was, you could tell them apart. You knew how they interacted with each other. And then this was just like it, they didn't have time to set all of that up in the first episode. So like everyone has like two traits two character traits or so um and they all interact in, with each other in a really shallow way yep. um and I, and I think that was not not very not very good yeah it's gonna they, be they hard were, to they were very simplistic to keep writing funny jokes with these characters um as the series progresses yeah. like you on those character interactions you can only do so much um the thing i hate most about this show is that it's not just a comedy if it was just a comedy I'd be willing to forgive a little more, but this is also a romance. And episode yeah. one gives us no indication that MC is interested in the idiot girl at all. In fact, it gives us reason to believe the opposite. So either all of a sudden the writing team is going to like work a miracle and we're going to have this really beautiful story <laughs> about how this guy finds out he actually cares about this girl or just all of a sudden he's going to care about this girl and it's going to be bullshit, and I would put my money on the second one. I know exactly how they can work around that and make it maybe not believable, but anime believable. They accidentally fuck. Hey. <laughs> there are a lot of steps that you left out there. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, there's this. Like, I think, I'm so confused. I think they accidentally fuck would be the way to to make that happen and have it be again not believable but anime believable. I think I think they could make that work because it's been done before in stuff that I've seen where yeah. like two characters who hate each other end up fucking and then they're like, oh, okay. Uh, it's I, kind I, of a I trope just, in sitcoms. I really I've think seen it work um, in some of this season's anime. I really think that falls in the second category. Still, like, I think that's just some all of a sudden he cares for her bullshit. I don't I don't know that, that really fixes the problem. Yeah. I mean I can see there being a potential character movement from him being cold and standoffish <laughs> to kind of like going through some something that happens where like she shows like some genuineness that actually kinda of, like touches them and then like maybe over time it's like this very gradual, unexpected thing. Uh, but like you said, like if you're making promises to the viewer, um, there's no hint that this is supposed to be a romance, except for at the very end, the uh, disciplinary chair, student council president, whoever it was. Uh, it looked like there were some sparks between it, uh, what's his face and her. Um, but if it's supposed to be Aho girl and this dude, then no, it, there's there's no hint. Yeah. Look at the chat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If uh, if Aho girl just mysteriously uh, fucked off somewhere and died. Um, I would continue watching this show. Yeah, no, I'm in the <laughs> because same Because the boat, writers would like, still be doing sketch comedy. Her, her shtick is that she's so much of an idiot, she can't function in normal society. That's not a really interesting shtick. How has she functioned in society so far? 
And so she's just like, oh, I'll just marry you and be fine. And her mom's like, hey, you should marry her so my daughter will be fine. And he puts up with it, which isn't a thing that I would do. It doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me. Yeah, it's the this show is going to have a problem moving forward because somebody said it earlier. I think it was Jake and Ryan in tandem said it. um, There's not a whole lot of character depth of interaction here. So you're, they're going to have a problem with it being one note. Like, it's going to be a one note show. It's going to be constantly him smacking her, suplexing her, or whatever it is. And she's just a moron. Yeah. Like, that's going to be the note. Also, bananas. Yeah, that's. I was going to say, yeah. Dean made a, a joke in chat about uh, M- the Aho girl slips on a banana peel and falls onto MC's dick. Uh, Aho girl really <laughs> likes bananas for some reason. <laughs> like. Yeah. She loves them. She is. She has an unhealthy obsession with bananas, and it's not even like in a sexual way. It's not nope. even in like a uh, like yeah. a oh, what's the word I'm trying to think of that means dick like um, phallic, phallic, phallic. Yes, it's not even like as a phallic thing. It's straight up just an obsession with bananas. Yeah. No, and they even yeah. make that joke it's, in the episode. It's so absurd that I can't even accept it as, like, a character trait. It's just like, yeah, Yeah. this is what the writers did. Yeah, I was going to say, I don't even, and not even just about the bananas, about the character. I felt like it was, I didn't even think she was stupid. It was like, there's some level of, like, you are a believable person, and then you do do stupid things or think stupid things. It was just so... She was wow. cartoon. She was she, cartoon stupid. Yeah. They, they was, show, yeah. at, I think, like the beginning of the episode, she got a zero on all of her tests. All of her multiple <laughs> choice <laughs> tests. Like, what am I supposed to do with this? <laughs> they are trying Real. so hard to make to make interesting characters and failing so poorly. Like, if 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 they were just making surface level stuff, it would be whatever because then they wouldn't be taking it seriously, like Inferno Cop style. But I like they even took like two or three minutes discussing how uh, main character is looks e- either looks scary or do- doesn't look like people should talk to him or I, I don't even remember. But yeah, like, like he looks scary and is mean, so he has no friends. And well, so the implication like, of that okay, was that's that- the hardest they can try. Yeah. Well, the implication of that was that he's always so pissed off at idiot girl that he just walks around pissed off. Like that was the, that's what I picked up from. It yeah. When they said well, yeah. Then why is he that. doing it? Same. Like, I don't know. I don't know. Same. Like, <laughs> why would you put up with her? Oh, because we're neighbors and we're childhood friends is not a good excuse. <laughs> the two the two things that made me actually think that this show is funny and worth at least a little bit of my time is. When he suplexed her, because that was... I died, dude. I died. Hell yeah. <laughs> it just immediately cuts to him flipping her over his head. There, like, there is some really great. satisfying slapstick humor in this. Like yeah. it was a it was a direct like real suplex. Like he got her around the ribs and then he oh, went yeah. backward and she it was awesome. And also, can I squeeze your boobs for science? That was a great <laughs> little line. <laughs> I I appreciated that line. I don't know how much of that was uh. Uh, written that way in Japanese, and how much of that was the translators having fun, but that was a pretty good line. I mean, if you have to translate Aho Girl, you, you kind of have to take some liberties to entertain yourself. Yep, so... Like... Oh, go ahead. I, I feel like... I'm sorry. The last thing I was going to say is that this 
this entire show to me is just an advertisement to watch a, a better comedy like uh, Nietzsche Joe. Yeah. So if you if you laughed at all at Aho Girl, you would love Nietzsche Joe, and that's it. One thing I liked about this, I do want to point out the the kind of schizophrenic animation and situations, and the the sort of ADD aspect of the show reminded me a little bit of Magical Circle if it could be good. Like I I really didn't you like take that the magical. Back. I know I know it's just you because take Magical that back Circle. Right now. The style of Magical Circle, which you talked about last episode, really I didn't. It just it. I said I think on that episode that that show felt like it was pushing me away. Um, or no, that was Fate Apocrypha I was talking about. Well, Magical Circle felt like that too. And, um, <laughs> and I think the if you're going to do a schizophrenic style, I think this was a better way to do that. Yeah, I I, I would agree with you there. Um, I also really do like the, the style of delivery that they chose. I'm just so picky about it because this is my favorite genre of anime yeah. somehow. Um, <laughs> How do you fall into that? <laughs> like, like rom com is my favorite anime genre. Yet there are only uh, Ryan and I were talking about this. There are only two um, rom com shows that I actually really like, but I like them so much that it's my favorite genre. And this is not I, one of those. I actually didn't hate this, so I might have to go watch Nichijo because this was. I, Please, like I said, this this is worth some of my time. I think. Even if you didn't laugh at this, you should still watch Nichijo. Really, <laughs> even if you don't like anime, if you if you're blind, deaf, and dumb, you should watch Nichijo somehow because it is a really fucking good show. <laughs> so, I dropped this. Jake dropped this. Yeah, a little bit. Dean's a maybe. <laughs> is Dean a maybe? Dean's a maybe. And I have no idea where Chris lands. I dropped. Yeah. No, it was. Even even the comedy didn't really appeal to me that much. There are a few moments, like you said, the slapstick, where like it was just absurd enough that I was more like laughing at the show more than mm-hmm. I was laughing at the jokes. I mean, like I got through yeah. it. I didn't hate watching it, but nah, I'm not. I'm not going to continue. Actually, absurdist is a good way to describe this. Show. Yeah, it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, classroom of the elite. I didn't have time to get around to this one. So oh. uh, you would have liked it, I think. Uh, it I, was, I think. I think you would have liked it. Maybe <laughs> you might have liked the first episode. The things that get me out of the things that get me out of like my normal action anime thing is when something is relentlessly interesting in another aspect, and that's like just like Aho Girl, like that was the sort of slapsticky stuff and cutting away to have her suplex her and that kind of stuff. That was relentlessly interesting to me. Um, I, I, if if this show doesn't have anything that's like a really interesting thing that I can hang my hat on, I don't know if I would. So the premise of this show is that there is a government-funded school which um, has a 100% college admission rate and a, this is a high school, 100% um, like job finding, job acquiring rate. um, Placement. Yeah, job placement rate. And so only the elite of the elite can go to this school but it raises uh, its express purpose is to raise the uh, kind of kids that Japanese society wants or at least that's the stated premise um, that's like they they tell you that at the beginning of the episode they also open with uh, the question are humans really equal <laughs> so you immediately know that that's a question that they are asking that are not going to address in any meaningful way um, 
See, that I, would bother actually, me. For them to touch on that and then never come back to it would bother the shit out of me. I have only seen one episode of this, but thanks to my infinite anime dad knowledge, um, kind of got the exact same feeling that Ryan was uh, providing of like, well, this is an, this is a really awesome and interesting premise. It's a shame that this isn't going to go anywhere ever. Yeah, that's the thing. I watched, I started this show last night. I watched all eight episodes of it last night because I was really interested in the premise like this is a school that's raising the kind of students the government wants what does that mean um well it might be worth noting too the um the merit um sort of thing where they don't spend money at the school or anything you need to buy they basically give you an allowance of points um and the points work like yen i think it was something like one point is one yen um but basically what they do in that first month is they sort of let everyone go crazy they don't call them out on anything um, and it kind of just it separates um, people who are sorry I hear myself on somebody else's mic <laughs> so I'm distracted. Um, it separates out the people who are being frugal and taking school seriously versus the people who are just sort of doing whatever. Um, and then the big surprise is oh hey guess what uh, we're not giving you any allowance this month. Uh, and then there are a bunch of people who are just totally broke because they're expecting more money and don't get it. Um, so it's this merit based system where like if you are worth it they're going to give you these points um but you have to earn it somehow um and then the people who don't have merit don't have the points uh, and so that's a big part of their sort of grand experiment it it's seems. uh is this literally a good boy point economy not quite yeah it's it's more <laughs> like i said no <laughs> it's more divisive than that even because it's on a class basis so the very first day of class, there are uh, four first-year classes, class 1A, B, C, and D. And each class starts with 1,000 points. You multiply that by 1,000, and that's how many points each student gets. So you earn and okay. lose points for your class. So it's not like... That makes the one point to one yen exchange rate a little bit easier. It's not... When you're multiplying by 1,000. <laughs> it's not like... Um, you even can just be a good student and have points and be okay. It's like you are, um, your actions affect your classmates and your classmates' actions affect you. So they're obviously trying to set up a system where you depend on and are responsible for other people. And one of the things the teacher says, I don't remember if this is at the end of episode one or the start of episode two, is like, you know, some of you behaved fine you were suspicious and you didn't say anything and that makes you guilty as well. It sounds like that was beginning of episode Probably. two because the, yeah. there's kind of like the big drop of the, you're not getting paid this month. And like, it almost seemed like kind of this, she seemed kind of like gleefully uh, saying that um, mm -hmm. she sort of says in like, she's sort of been ignoring everyone throughout the first month. And then she's like, you guys are all trash. <laughs> and she was kind of like taking some pleasure in that uh, it seemed at the end of episode one, so. That sounds like, um, that sounds like the, I, I think I'm trying to ascribe deeper meaning to the show than it actually merits because yes. they start out with the, like, is everybody actually equal question and stuff like that, and then they go into this type of thing, which what Ryan described sounds almost exactly like a trope of socialism, like a like kind of a socialism caricature that you would see in like a logical extent of blah, 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 whatever. It's that's what it sounds like Ryan's describing, and that comes back to the equality question a little bit. Or is this show trying to be political, or am I ascribing too much merit to? I would say this. I was actually gonna. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. I would say the show is trying to be political, 
uh, it's just doing it poorly. So like when I watched all eight episodes last night, it's because I thought the <laughs> I thought the premise was interesting and I wanted to see if it did anything with the premise. And now it's just like, how can MC be this cool, quiet, perfect, like most powerful <laughs> guy in the school who develops a harem, like inside these bounds? Like, Basically, it's it's just setting up. It's like a battle school. And it's set him up mm-hmm. as the most powerful character in the school for no apparent reason. And it's just like every other episode they introduce a new girl to fall all over him. Like, the, we've been talking for the most part about that socialism uh, allowance aspect of it. But we're also neglecting the fact that... That was only the uh, first five I'd say- minutes... Yeah, and then, like, the rest of the episode was... First off, main character is the least interesting uh, voice actor. Uh, His script is super boring. Every line he has is just, like... He talks in a monotone all the time. Yeah. Because that's how you convey apathy. You just are not Nick. What? And you talk a little slowly, and you make long pauses in between your sentences, and you kind of stare off into the distance. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, like this is this is where my anime dad infinite wisdom kicked in is when I realized <laughs> that like they're not actually talking about this this cool aspect of like why I would want to watch this anime anymore. They're trying to get unlikable main character and extremely unlikable heroine to go get coffee together. Like literally that's like 10 yep. minutes. Uh, uh they try and get coffee and she hates him and then like that's it. That's 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 most of the show. Everyone That's one thing I've noticed. So, like, everyone in this show is set up with some kind of like contradiction to them. So you have uh the the main the uh, main heroine whose thing is like she doesn't understand the difference between isolation and independence. Uh there's her main competition, I guess, who's this really upbeat wants to be friends with everyone kind of girl who secretly hates everyone and is just putting on an act to try and get along with people there's the girl who's really shy and doesn't talk to anyone and wears fake glasses to hide her face because she's actually an internet idol uh who takes really revealing (laughs) pictures of herself um that's that's how they define all of their characters is like what if they appear to be this but are actually not this, so everyone's a trope is what yeah, you're saying. Yeah, everyone is a trope. <laughs> this podcast well, there's also episode, something to be said okay. for... Sorry, there's also something to be said for um, sometimes the way to write good characters is to have them have seeming contradictions because um, that's what keeps the audience interested. Now, if it's too on the nose, then it's kind of like tropey and obvious and bleh. Um, but having characters that, like, you know, you, you think they might be one way, but then they choose to do something different... That gap in expectation is actually what kind of keeps the audience interested throughout the course of a story. Yeah, it's kind of the... I'm, I like to call back to Mad Max a lot because that's one of the most beautifully written movies in history. And, uh, it's a pretty good movie. Yeah, no, not the first Mad Max. The Mad Max Fury Road. The, the good Mad Max. <laughs> the best Mad Max. That is... Um, <laughs> that, the first ones are good, but the third one's garbage. Um, yeah. <laughs> so it's kind of the, the Fury... The character of Furiosa is a character who is contradictory to herself a lot of the time she's she wants to be this independent kind of independent badass but at the end she just wants to find her home and there's you know all these kinds of things like that but the character furiosa isn't just contradiction and i think that's what you're exactly right that's it's 
writing a good character, a good character will have some contradictions. They won't be made up exclusively of contradictions, which it seems like mm. is what I'm getting yeah. from this yeah. show. This this episode of the podcast is probably going to very finely detail why I said rom-com is my favorite and there are only two shows. Uh, <laughs> not not including Love and Lies, if that's a comedy. But it's, it's not a comedy. Lies, I don't think so. so. I did want to talk about Love and Lies. I wanted to say... But, it, well, I'm sorry, continue. Continue. My bad. Bit, bit. <laughs> yeah. No, uh, <laughs> no I, I, I feel like the main problem with rom-coms is that they don't know how to write characters into comedy shows. And then also have romance. Like, it, I, I feel like it's not that hard, but I also don't write anime. But, like, every single episode we've been talking about, or every anime, is just like, yeah, the character development was garbage, and they had, like, two features to them, and they were all bad. That's a- and that. that's more common of anime in general than, I think, like, romance, rom-coms specifically. It's like, a lot of rom-coms get made. This is our... Our largest episode, uh, other than the Anime Strike episode, which wasn't tackling a single genre. It's like, a lot of anime gets made. You figure we're covering, I think, 50 shows this season, and there's four seasons a year. There are 200 new series of anime a year, and we're not covering movies or sequels. Like, this is new, new first season stuff. New IPs. And when you're putting out anime that fast, most of it is not going to be good. Um, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, I feel I just think that the writing is um, a problem with the the market, not not the genre. Yeah. Uh, I did want to say, I noticed some of the shows we've been talking about start out like they want to make a political point and they just fall back on, like... Sort of like this. It started out like, is everybody equal? And then here's this weird money system that rewards whatever. And then there's all this. And then they just fall back on bullshit. And I think... But this, I think Love and Lies, though, did the same yep. thing. But they did it good. Nope. Love and Lies... Nope. No. no. I'm not caught You're up. Wrong. I'm two weeks behind. And, and Ryan is no, wrong. No, no. Love and Lies no, no, just no. went what to you, shit. I'm two weeks behind. Don't ruin it. But I, I do want to say that there's a Love and Lies at least to where I am, which I think is like the yeah. sixth episode. Um, mm-hmm. Love and Lies kind of falls back on character drama and stuff like that, but they did it at least up to where I am in a, in a way that is interesting and cool because the characters are interesting and cool and the reactions and interactions are interesting and cool. A lot of these shows that start out like they're trying to make a political point and then they fall back on bullshit. They don't have the interesting or cool characters. They don't have the good writing and they don't have the uh, the interactions that make that worth watching. Yeah. I wonder how much of that is like the target audience. Like this show in particular, Classroom of the Elite, um, seems like it would be marketed for middle schoolers. What middle schoolers want <laughs> is a story with some unnamed badass that they can self-insert as because middle school fucking sucks. <laughs> but they're in middle school and they're finally starting to understand like what it means to think critically and analytically and so they want they want a show to tackle to, to tackle deep topics at Hermanet. Um and so and so you get <laughs> to this, tackle deep topics. You get this thing like this is really common like a show opens on like this deep philosophical question are humans all equal because that's what middle schoolers want. Like are humans all equal? No, we're not. We're dark and edgy. <laughs> We're not all equal, <laughs> but but then it's just cut myself. 
then it just evolves Ryan, into like, how can I be deep and dark and edgy and also a fucking badass? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And There's we've a, all seen it's... Sword Art Online. Not <laughs> well for the anime community at all. No. At all. <laughs> that's, that's, that actually makes perfect sense because uh, I had kind of lost that thread a little bit. I'd lost the thread of like, who is this made for? And I think that's a, an excellent point actually is the this isn't for me. <laughs> yeah, yeah there, I forget the context exactly, but I was having a conversation with someone once where um, they were talking about, generally speaking, target audiences. Um, and it's not even if you're necessarily intending to do this. It's more that the audience ends up reading this sort of stuff. They always seem to be interested in someone who's just ahead of you in their phase of life. Um, so when you're in high school, you're interested in college-age kids. If you're in college, you're interested in like early 20s. Uh, mid-20s, kind of early career. If you're in middle school, you're looking at high school, that sort of thing. Um, just an interesting phenomenon in general. So yeah, that would make sense. If this is a show about high school, then middle schoolers might be the target audience. Yeah. It's, uh, that's really interesting. I hadn't like heard that or considered that, but it, it rings true in my experience. So Yeah, it's that's like I said, I'd lost that thread. That actually kind of brings some light to what some of these shows have been recently. Yeah. <laughs> That explains everything. That explains <laughs> everything. Um, do we have anything more to say about this show? I don't. This sh- oh, yeah, okay. I was just going to say, my, my general impression, having just watched the first one, and you know, going off of the first one, um, getting a little bit of a jump start here on the index, I would give it a one. Um, it piqued my interest enough that I'd want to see what they did with it. Um, I'm not sold yet. Um, I, I tend to like fiction that has an interesting what if and then kind of builds on that um and so if they can intrigue me with their premise uh as this did i was like because i've talked to people before about like oh yeah what if there was a society where your currency was merit as opposed to just your literal earnings um that's a really interesting idea to explore and so this intrigued me enough that i'd want to see what they did with it uh it sounds like it doesn't really go anywhere so (laughs) but uh just based on the first episode i probably i probably say it, it intrigued me enough I would not continue watching it, I guess. Um, it, it just, like, the premise is really fascinating. I totally agree. I was hooked on the premise, but that's it. Um, it's it's supposedly a rom-com, and I don't care about any of the characters. I actually hate all of the characters in the show so far. Like, I really don't like anyone. So, no, I'm not going to continue watching that. My cute girl quota has not been met for this episode, so, no. Your cute girl quota will be met if you keep watching, but it still wasn't worth it. That's okay. (laughs) No, you got to hook me in, like, the first four minutes. If if there's not, like, a cute Oni... Like Onichan, loving little little shit. Um, I'm not interested at all. <laughs> Dean, sorry. Um, based on what I've heard, this is the kind of show that I would probably give a maybe. Um, not delivering on some of the political ideas and stuff is the kind of thing that would turn me off. But some of the other stuff I've heard would be interesting enough for me to probably be where Chris is on this. I'm gonna keep watching it, but that comes with a, a caveat that. I really like bad anime, <laughs> and I acknowledge that a lot of the anime I like is, is bad. It's just poorly written like this. Like, mm-hmm. there is something about it that I get enjoyment from, and so I'm going to keep watching it for, for no, I mean, I that one. no reason that I can vocalize. You know, <laughs> honestly, there's nothing wrong with that, I think. I was telling Jake last night, we were chatting, and, um, you know, especially at its time, I enjoyed the game Shadow the Hedgehog. 
Um, that doesn't mean it's good, especially now that I've had an education in game design. Like, I could go through and point out all the reasons it's objectively a bad game, but I enjoy it, and I don't care, so... There's a lot um, of that too, like in like CW superhero shows. Like yeah. the like it's all it's all really high drama. The action is there and stuff, but it, and it's and it can be cool and interesting, but it's also like objectively not super high quality entertainment. Like mm. I'm not you're not sitting there watching uh, fucking Fury Road or you know any other movie that is considered to be uh, the best in its class. There's it, it's. I can absolutely dig that, having that kind of taste. Mm. And sometimes what you're looking for is just to kind of unwind with something that you enjoy but don't want to think too hard about, you know, and it's just... Yeah. You know, one of the... We actually, on one of the other podcasts I host, um, talked a bit about how people's tastes evolve as they get older, and we were saying, like, you know, what is it that maybe defines, like, a more adult taste in things? And what we kind of came up with is there's not anything particular, it's just sort of having the understanding of what you are interested in and why. Um, when you go into something, you know what it is you're trying to get out of it, and based on that, you can decide whether or not you like it. Yeah, that I, I dig that. Uh, I think that works. Uh, gamers. That was an anime. I watched it. <laughs> I watched almost all of it. No, I watched I, uh, all of it, yeah. Yep. <laughs> I, it exists. <laughs> I, I, I thought it was super okay. You hey so as soon as you're making something that's about gamers very explicitly like I was telling Jake you can only go one of two ways either it's going to be like basically making fun of them kind of Big Bang Theory style where it's like we're not laughing with you we're laughing at you uh, or it's like hey man gamers are so great and here's all the reasons why and it's just like very binary um, yeah. and I felt like this one was leaning toward the latter it wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be in that regard but. Well, I mean, we all uh, remember that time in middle school where the most attractive girl in the entire school comes up to us and is like, hey, I'm really interested in you because you play video games. We should play video games. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Here, here I was, 15 years old, chilling at GameStop, looking at my porno games, and then all of a sudden, best girl walks up. Seem, you know, <laughs> who, like, who oh, you like dating Sims I'm going to start too? calling my girlfriend best girl. <laughs> <laughs> I meet all the most popular girls at school in my uh, local GameStop. So, yeah. I mean, <laughs> and okay, so just make it clear. I am all for girls in gaming. Uh, there are some oh. really cool and some <laughs> gotta, really attractive gamer girls. I just want to make this clear. You have to do the Gamergate disclaimer. <laughs> yes. Well, no, seriously, you do. Because, like, you know, on the one hand, the show is totally unbelievable. On the other hand, it's possible. Um, no. I don't know. It's just... The, the thing that makes it unbelievable is not that she's a girl and she games. The thing that makes right. it unbelievable is that, like, the most beautiful, attractive, popular girl in the school just approaches some random dude who apparently is the only other guy in the school who plays video games. And who is objectively, like, not social. He is... She yeah. would have no reason to even know who he is. Yeah, he just, like, sits at his desk during lunch and plays games on his phone with one of his other friends who we see in her room at one point, and that's all we know about her. Um, it... Apparently, he's the only person in school who plays games. I don't. I don't know what to say about this because I don't know what happened. <laughs> it, it, it's. It, it's just kind of. It was delivered really poorly. I feel like 
they 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 could have really opened up by saying because uh, uh, spoiler alert in the end of that episode they, he says I, I'm not really into joining the gaming club because I just want to sit back and enjoy some games I want to take a look around and just explore and do my own thing but the end of the episode's not really the time to do that because we're already being pushed forward in the story like if they had opened up with him playing a game like Minecraft or something, or, you know, Mind Block or whatever they would have called it. And he was just exploring, saying, like, ah, I really love uh, taking in the sights of video games. I'd feel a little bit more comfortable with it. Instead, it was this really weird, disjointed, like, hey, you're at GameStop. Hey, we're at school. Hey, join my club. Hey, these guys are really great at uh, uh, Counter-Strike. And it just felt all thrown together really weird yeah like it just made me a little uncomfortable <laughs> yeah no at the <laughs> on the topic at the end of the episode she's like do you yeah. want to join the club and he says no i learned i don't like playing games competitively and then he goes back to class he's like why did i do that this was my one chance to hang out with the most popular beautiful girl in school and so she comes up to him again in his classroom is like hey i'm really interested in you i think you should join our <laughs> game club and he says no again but but this time he doesn't regret it. But this time he doesn't regret it. Oddly. And this is... A sh- and then she feels rejected somehow. And it's like, we're not sure if that's oh. like, oh, because she's actually interested in him. And this is just an excuse to be closer. Or if this is like, oh, I feel rejected because I'm so popular. And th- for one, someone doesn't want to join the club that I'm trying to Yeah, build. they just had like uh, the most she- awful, out-of-place Tsundere moment. And then she slips on a banana peel for whatever reason, even though it's not. Even really though this that isn't Aho girl, show. it just it, it, it compounds yeah. the uh, the embarrassment she's feeling. So she slips it's like, on oh, could this day get any worse? Slips uh, on a banana peel right onto his dick. I mean, that, I would I would continue if that happened in this show. If that happened in Aho <laughs> girl, I would not continue. I want to say that no. we, we've noticed in a couple of shows. Um, uh, especially the one with the music stuff, the three piece. Yeah, Tenshi um, no three piece. piece. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, we've noticed in some shows how they avoid uh, branded copyright, and uh, I think PZ four is actually <laughs> pretty common in anime. Yeah. PZ. Mm-hmm. This is yeah. We saw it. Like we saw just it. Flip the S. So yeah, and we saw it on the in in the uh, Angels three piece when he was wearing a two tighters TV sh- uh, a shirt t-shirt so i just like seeing that i like seeing that and it makes me laugh a little bit no it's it's super clever i like how they did it in shows like steins gate and stuff sometimes it's clever sometimes you end up with wick donald's wc well now you haven't now you have no longer forgot what 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 was that even from? Was it from this no, one? No, it wasn't from this it one. It was from it was from one show this season. Was it? I, I don't one. I don't remember it being yeah, it was in, in uh, anything this season, but it's been in a couple anime I've seen. There was one where they flipped the arch in, in one anime. I this did season, I did I see one where they rotated it ninety degrees and it was Ekdonald's. <laughs> um, <laughs> I think that was an Arimo. Yeah, I think you're right. It's weird that I remember yep, that. Yep, it is. I'm sorry that you have to remember Orimo, but uh. <laughs> so uh, uh, to yeah, wrap this I... show up quickly, did anyone not drop it? <laughs> yeah, all right, we all dropped it. Uh, did you have something to close on? <laughs> <laughs> what was? That? I mean, like it had it had a few redeeming moments. I, I'm probably going to say it's about quite a few of them today. Like it had a few moments. It's like okay, they kind of know what they're talking about. I liked the thing that they kind of like highlighted the different gamer styles. Like we're not a monolith gamers. 
Um, but I don't know, it just like kind of had this whole sense that I, I find kind of annoying when you sort of like categorize gamers as a type of person. It's like, it's just a hobby. It's like saying, it's like, oh yeah, I like movies. I'm a cinephile, you know? It's like... Yeah. It's a, it's a, it's a hangover from sort of like the late nineties and stuff where most people now play video games, but mm-hmm. gamer as, yeah, a gamer now is a demographic that, that is still thought of as you mentioned big bang theory earlier and I applaud you for it because I fucking hate that show. Um, <laughs> it's, uh, it's, it's exactly that. Most people now know what, what comic book heroes are. Most people now know what this stuff is, but there's this weird hangover from like the, the nineties that, you know, it's a specific demographic full of, uh, otaku basically. <laughs> and, um, that's not, it's, I would argue that it never really was the case after video gaming became affordable, but um, it's certainly not the case now. I, I think my my feelings on this show are kind of like how I feel about everything we watched. Is um, bottom line is is this worth twenty minutes of my time a week? No, no, this isn't. This is hardly worth. This is probably worth five minutes of my time. No, a week. that I think that's being generous. It is being generous, but I'm a generous guy. What can I say? Funny enough, there were uh, quite a few shorts this week uh, that we'll have to get into here in a little bit. And they were not worth five in my time. Some of them. <laughs> um, mm, in another world with my smartphone. I wanted right. to watch this so bad I didn't have a chance. Oh, <laughs> uh, you, uh... It's... It's an anime. It is. I watched all, almost all... No, wait, okay, I watched all of it. Here. There were two <laughs> moments in the show... Where they were actually like they were kind of del- one delivering on the premise at all, and two actually had something kind of interesting going for it. So there was the one where he was in this other world and he was still getting a news feed from his old world, and so that was kind of interesting. It's like oh yeah, there's kind of like this sort of nostalgic homesickness thing where you can kind of be keeping track of what's happening in the world you used to know, but you're not there anymore. That's kind of that's kind of intriguing. But that was all of thirty seconds, if even that. Um, and then there was like, hey, I'm going to introduce a new product to your store. I'm going to look up how to make ice cream and introduce this new f- food to this world. Um, those were the two times that the smartphone even became relevant. The rest of the time, it was just the really dumb trope that seems to be more and more popular lately of a uh, guy either dies or by some other means ends up in another world um, and is able to... It, he's just the biggest badass ever because he's got some knowledge that... Uh, or just some special gifting that makes him super special and, you know, harem anime. Yada, I did yada, yada. I did think their, <laughs> their rationalization for it was cute. Um, I think it would work better if it was tongue-in-cheek and not dead serious. Yes. But, like, he dies and God says, oh, I'm sorry, I made a mistake. You died. You weren't supposed to. So I'm just going to, like, reincarnate you in this other world and you're going to be pretty fucking awesome. It's like... Did you not... Did you just watch Konosuba again? <laughs> Like, I'm, yeah, <laughs> exactly. No, yeah, he did. Uh, Kono Tsuba is um, exists. Don't too. even pretend that show was uh, okay. There you go. There you go. I thought you were gonna be well, like, season no, Kono one was, was actually good. No, this Kono Tsuba season one, the first season, was. the first season was okay. Yeah. The second season was like series of unfortunate events, levels of just we're writing bad things in because we can. Um, yeah. And this was exactly the opposite. This was like, what if everything went right in this guy's life? And so this show... That'll make an interesting story. Yeah, show, yeah, that's what I've been waiting in an anime is to have nothing go wrong. And then the episode ends. <laughs> this show held me for about five episodes uh, before I dropped it. Um, just wow. because My it was God, kind of... 
after watching the nightmare that was Konosuba, it was kind of refreshing to see things <laughs> not go poorly. Um, yeah. But mm. then once the like once that wore off, and I was like, all right, I'm tired of everything going right. Then that show had nothing going for it. The girls aren't like cute or interesting. They're just tropes. MC is a trope. Everything is a trope. Like, he never needs to use his smartphone, and that's why the anime is supposed to be kind of cool. But occasionally he just Googles some stuff like what actually is Keto or something, and then they move on with the episode because he's used his phone for the for the anime. Like It seems like they, it seems the way you're describing that as if the smartphone is just a deus ex machina. Like, it's only in the show to make his life the easiest thing in the in, world. No, it's not. It doesn't even get used. It's, it's in the show... To make it slightly different from all the other other yeah. world anime, it's so, um, I think. Well, that's even I worse. think in the five, <laughs> it's like what? The five, what if I was in a fantasy world and I had a smartphone? <laughs> I wouldn't yeah. use it that's, that's because I'd be in a fantasy world. Um, right. And then he and then he smiles and he holds this pose for twenty two minutes, <laughs> and then the credits start rolling. And then that would be about as entertaining as what I saw. Um, no, in, in the five episodes I watched, the only time, there are only two times I remember him using his smartphone. One is he looks up the recipe for ice cream, gives it to a bakery so that they can make yeah. ice cream, and then they become the most successful bakery in the kingdom because they have ice cream. Uh, the other time... In the winter! The other time he, he uses it, he enchants his phone with a, a find spell so that he can find anyone or anything on his Maps app. But you don't need a phone to do that. If you want to make that a plot point, all you have to do is just like, hey, I've got a piece of paper that I've enchanted to be a, a map yeah, or something. Yeah, yeah. Or just a map that you could... Yeah. <laughs> if you can enchant that, if you can do that in the Maps app, just have a map and you can... Yeah, Chris, I... Uh, I Chris, your description, your your pitch for the show, your one sentence pitch for the show, was uh, exactly what I needed to hear to never want to watch this. <laughs> yeah, well, no, this. It's, it's what if I was in a fantasy world but I had a smartphone is is exactly what I don't want. <laughs> well, it's also the title, so I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah but I mean, it's, yeah, you're right. <laughs> so I guess, I guess we can't say they lied to us. Because they, yeah, they did. Sure. He is in another world with his smartphone. Um, I don't know. I, and that's where it is. <laughs> I, I feel like that title implies that he's going to be using his smartphone, though. So, which he doesn't. I, I do feel like I was lied to a little bit. Yeah. the The only thing that got me through this show was like I needed a break from Konosuba. Yeah. A good uh, a good joke they could have done if this anime was made what three or four years ago would be if he had Apple Maps on his phone and the fine spell. Didn't work. <laughs> <laughs> He's just like ah, freaking LTE, and then yeah, oh no, yeah, it was okay. Was there any like, branding? Was there any was there any fake branding? No. Because uh, Invariel in the chat says his cell phone has Google Maps. <laughs> no, there was uh, there was no branding. If it was Final Fantasy, they could have. Uh... You see, I kind of wish it was Final Fantasy now, because then it could have been Moogle Maps, and uh, that would have been amazing. Yes! Yep. Goa, Invariel says, you mean orange maps. Um, <laughs> I, I'd like to take the Nickelodeon approach here and go with uh, pear maps. Your, your yes. eye pear. There you go. Wow, throwback, dude. Yeah, Nick. Nick. I don't know, guys. Help. Send it's help. podcast police. This anime is bad, and I'm not going to watch it anymore. Yeah, me either. <laughs> me either. 
glad to help. <laughs> it's just not. It's just not interesting, man. There's so many quote unquote isekai shows out there that you could rather watch. Re Zero is better than this. Uh, Konosuba just, is better than this. Sword Art Online aside, is Log better. Horizon. Uh, Log Horizon is way better. Grimgar Vashon Fantasy is not good, but it was better than this. Um, Tanya the Evil. Yeah, Tanya the Evil. Would you say that? Would you say that Knights and Magic is better than this? No. Yes. That's not saying much. <laughs> yeah, no, it's not. That's but I'm just because he just said uh, Jake just said that um, that. Uh, uh, oh, that terrible fucking Netflix! Now I've forgotten the name. Sword Art Online. Um, Sword Art Online is better than this, and it's like, yeah. hey. <laughs> well, okay. People give Sword Art Online a lot of a lot of harsh criticism because it's a popular thing to hate. But there are a, not even small parts of it. There are parts of it that are pretty good. Like I criticize it because it bored the it shit out of me frequently. Yeah, I mean, we can, uh, I, I enjoyed the first season, but I was also watching it with a friend who introduced me to it, and so I mean, there, there's a lot of context surrounding it for me, where it's like, oh yeah, it was, and it was like one of the first-ish anime I watched for in a while. So see, that's me with uh, Konosuba. And I feel like the point of this show is that, hey, look, it's another isekai anime, but he has a phone. Like, that's the whole, like, the entire anime is a joke that isekai is such a common thing, and it's boring. If if so, that was the show, I would be more interested in it. If it was this, like, tongue-in-cheek, yeah. like, guys, this genre is a joke, that would be mm-hmm. interesting. But no, they, com- they play yeah, it if- straight. It's just like, guys, isekai if is they great. Here's it. another isekai with a smartphone. If they subverted it with, like, the MC going, like, Isekai is so stupid, watch me break it. You know? Like, that would be yeah. that would be yeah. kind of a better uh, angle to go at it from. But from what you've described, it sounds like uh, garbage. Yes. Yeah. So. It is. It is. So just kind of one more note I wanted to make about this show. Um, MC being totally bland and uninteresting. Um, and we've sort of talked about this before with other shows, how you have just kind of, like, the, the blank slate placement character self-insert um and there's even this part at the very beginning where god's like oh you're taking this pretty well you seem pretty understanding about this he's like yeah i'm just pretty laid back guy basically whatever there's nothing inherently wrong with that being a character trait if you use it as a point of conflict um when it's just he's easygoing and also good at everything um that's not interesting but if it's like hey he's really laid back and forgiving but there are actually good reasons in the show where like wow I'm, i'm impressed that he's so forgiving um, that's more interesting than just like, eh, whatever. I mean, Log Horizon did that. Like, main character was extremely chill and cool. Like, he was that cool, tall dude kind of character. But like, that show is also balls crazy. Uh, like, it fit really Log well. Horizon was more like well, a political intrigue show than like an action. It yeah, was pretty cool. That's yeah, yeah. So I, I thought, I thought that did the whole not super interesting main character part uh, really well all the other characters were interesting and this is not the case I don't even <laughs> remember I remember there were two girls with purple hair because they had purple hair yep. That's it. Chris you mentioned uh, you mentioned that that the god was like hey you seem frank, uh, strangely cool with this that would have been mm. a perfect opportunity for main character yeah. to be like yeah I've seen this show <laughs> like uh, <laughs> even, even if there were no other references in the entire anime and he was just like no we've all been through this before just once <laughs> yeah. i would watch the rest of it it would be funny to me this show has so many opportunities to make fun of its genre and like be interesting 
<laughs> just played them all straight. Just like... Just to kind of subvert itself kind of in the way that, uh, like, Gurren Lagan did with yeah. Mecha. Just to sort of do something that takes the genre, sort of takes a meta look at the genre and takes it all the way out of what it's supposed to be. It makes it... It's crazy anyway. Let's go crazier. Let's yeah. go stupider. Let's go, you know, all these... Guys, yeah. I don't want to talk about this show anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I understand. I'm dropping. I'm dropping it. I'm never going to watch it. <laughs> I, uh, I actually had previously <laughs> dropped it, but because I I started this one at the start of the season. Um, Musikin Galaxy Tylor was what the fuck happened? Uh, here? I have also, I have no clue. Okay, so the problem is here. Here's the problem. We know exactly what happened. And that's why it's so uninteresting. <laughs> yeah. Because it, it's one of those shorts. It was. Uh, it was about three and a yeah. half. Yeah. Yeah. Literally, like. Yeah. This is the job we do. This is exactly how we do it. This is why we do it. We don't do this other thing, so we shouldn't go do this other thing. And like. <laughs> like if Guys, someone... this uh, this mm. show is from a hentai studio. Uh, Galaxy Tylor. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well. Well, then there's always hope. But, yeah, this is like, from Studio so, 7. Oh, this is okay. a, this is yeah. a okay. studio. If, if someone asked me not what is this show about, but what happened in this episode, main character has a strange robot. He runs up while playing the banjo, continues to play the banjo in a very dangerous place. Something explodes. A girl appears. The episode is over. <laughs> yep. yep. That's it. That's, that's, that's the that's entire point of the dropped. show. <laughs> I, yeah, I'm not... <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, on a <laughs> we were like on, on that thing of show don't tell. I think the entire episode was the boy and his robot walking, explaining what was happening, mm-hmm. and then explosion, and then episode ends. Yep. Um, uh, Ryan, this studio made something you like. They did. I can't understand what my husband is saying. Oh, that show was actually pretty I good. Love that show. It was adorable. Yeah. So this studio I... made that and a ton of hentai. <laughs> well. I, I basically have nothing else to say about it. Yeah. Even. it like, there, <laughs> there was it was three minutes. Like it was bad. Dropped. Yep. The animation wasn't oh, even nope. good. The music wasn't dropped. Netsuzo trap. Drop. Wait wait. Did Dean drop this? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Just making sure. No he. <laughs> yeah. Ntr Netsuzo yeah. trap. Um. No. The mech thing. Covers. I don't remember. Oh wait, 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 mate. Kill walkers. Um, Someone talk about this show while I'm looking this up. This studio has not made very much. This studio hasn't made very much. I I watched this show. It was. um, uh, It was girls. DTR. Yep. Yeah. No. Ntr. Ntr. Correct me if I'm wrong, Jake. But like, didn't 4chan popularize and even start like that terminology? Uh, I'm a little fuzzy on that. I would believe so, but I have no real evidence against that because it's 4chan, um, and they're not really good at evidence. But yeah, yeah. Um, NTR is basically sex faces. No, that's um, so a hago. No? Oh, God damn it! I'm really stupid. <laughs> NT- so NTR is <sighs> like um, no one has seen erased. Fucking uh, and erased wasn't even NTR. It just got accused of it. Uh, Wait, I think I've seen it. Oh, that's right, you have. Yeah, so I could explain it to you, but no one else, and that doesn't help. Uh, NTR is like, you have someone you're interested in, 
and and we're gonna do this from the male perspective because I'm a male. Uh, and she's also interested in you. And you start like talking and flirting, but before you go out, someone else comes in and bangs her. Uh, that's NTR. Cuck, basically. Yeah, like free kick. Except you're yeah. not into cuck, and it's yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so like that that's what's promised to us in this show. Um and there was none of that. No, me neither. I did. That's I did know, but I didn't want to tell anyone cuz I'm a bastard. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I also wanted to enjoy this a lot more than I did. Yeah. I I don't she has a boyfriend who she's head over heels for and her best friend has some mental issues apparently. And is feeling up on her and kissing her and and committing, committing sexual, sexual assault. assault. And she just kind of <laughs> puts up with it and gets really mad at her friend, except that she doesn't actually get mad at her friend. Yeah. <laughs> They're setting up the NTR. Well, she, they, uh, they did that really well. NTR was promised and NTR is being delivered. But um, Yeah. She... Um, she secretly likes the sexual assault. There's a lot of weirdness in yeah, this. this show is once you dig once you just scratch the surface, there's a lot and of it's weirdness. And it's another short. It. Every episode is like five to ten minutes. I don't remember. It's like eight yeah, minutes. Yeah, it's I think. not long. So it's it's a it's at least it's not a lot of time invested to watch this, but there really isn't enough substance to go around. Like basically if you want to, if you want to beat off the cartoon people, um, but don't have a lot of time and also don't want to see boobies. This is not, this, this is probably the show for you. Uh, if you're literally any other person on human earth, this probably isn't the show. for I, you. I would <laughs> say that's a good summary. Yep. <laughs> Um, is it is it wrong that I'm interested in the intrigue side of this? Yes, no. it's like wrong. the. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, because there's there's a weird sort of in, like I said, intrigue that's going on with these two characters, and they've got boyfriends and blah blah blah, and I don't know. Um, I'm having a hard time deciding if this is worth watching for that. Yeah, I I don't know. Um... This is one that I was really interested in, so I watched the first episode a few weeks ago, but I haven't seen any more of it yep. than that. And, like, I don't know if I want to go back to it. I I don't really think they did the whole uh, friends kissing other friends thing very well. No, they that. didn't. I don't really... I haven't really seen a lot of that sort of stuff, because I don't think there's a lot of it out there, but... Have you ever I, watched Friends? <laughs> I, ha I have watched Friends, but... Oh, shit. Right. <laughs> <laughs> okay. No, no, no. We'll, ta we'll, take that as, we'll take that as an example, then, because Friends has really well-detailed characters, and it spends at least two seasons building up who they are. Um, yeah. And then this has eight minutes of people. It's like, hi, I'm a girl. Hi, I'm another girl. Hi, we have boyfriends. We're in the bathroom, like, pseudo-making out. Um, so I don't care. I don't care why they're making out. I don't know who they are. It doesn't really mean anything to me that you don't see anything about the boyfriends, which is what would make the NTR NTR, is that that guy is also there <laughs> as a character, and I don't really feel like he is. He's just yeah. a plot. I don't even know if this is what they're really yeah. going for. The, like the, the one thing that struck me about the show as I was watching is it could be the story of Someone who thinks that, like, you know, this is how love works. I'm going to be interested in my boyfriend, and we're going to do these things. 
Uh, and then she learns through other means that, oh, maybe I'm not into boys as much as I'm into girls. And that's, you know, a legitimate story you could tell, except it's it's just trying to be, you know, titillating and... Yeah, if it... It wants to be porn. Just be it, porn. Yeah. Like, just be that, porn. That's the thing that, like, I feel like <laughs> that story would be really interesting, which is kind of why I was interested in it at first. Um, yeah. But it it would approach the subject matter differently if it was yeah. trying to be that. Because what it's doing is it's not doing it in a romantic way. It's doing it in a very sexual way. Um, yeah. It's saying, like, oh, man, her kiss was so much softer and sweeter than so-and-so's. And, you know, it could just be that, like, well, maybe you're just more interested in her, you know, um, and you're not wanting to admit it to yourself. But, you know, it's it's taking, like, these physical acts and making that the impetus for all this stuff instead of, like, kind of real emotional, psychological um, feelings in that way. And, of course, they're sexually confused teenagers. Well, what so. we don't get, yeah, well, what we don't get either is that these girls have been friends forever and, they're, and we're not told that. We're yeah. not told that they've been that they were friends since childhood, which would make that a little bit. You could give some of that detail, and it, it would make it seem a lot more believable. Like I, I feel like we're being hard on this, even though it's the first episode, because they do have other opportunities to to go into. Especially that, since, except that this is the first. Yeah, episode. especially since it's a short. Uh, yeah. Well, they don't have a lot of time. And, and so, it is a short. But we're also this. This is a podcast I, about I, I, judging. Uh, things show on the first by episode. its pilot. Yeah, so, I mean, that's all we have yeah, to go on. But, like, they, they could go into that in episode three or four, but they should have gone into it in mm-hmm. episode one and then had the makeout scene in episode four. Uh, that would have been a whole lot There would have better. been an emotional yeah. payoff there instead about the of a physical scene. payoff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, well, they, they, uh, they it's, it's kind of something that we've seen quite a bit of where it's make me care yep. first. And then start doing what you want to do. And I think story. this is highlighting kind of just the approach that, like, this show didn't have confidence in its storytelling and in, like, the actual story they're trying to tell. It was a show that was trying to get you hooked because it's just girls kissing. Um, and so it tells yeah. you what sort of audience they're going for or what they think of the audience, one way or the other. Um, and Which makes a young girl being strangely cool with sexual assault make more sense. <laughs> When you think of the demographics. Yeah, pretty much. And then that just sort of says, like, okay, the show doesn't respect its audience in that way, or it just thinks that the audience they're going for is the types that are just going to be interested in girls kissing, and uh, maybe they'll stay for the plot, you know? Uh, whereas I think for us, we're more interested in get us there with the plot, with the premise, than keep us there because it's a good story. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Um, Agreed. I don't know how I feel about this show. I do. I think I'm going to drop it, actually. <laughs> I... I just, I uh, I feel exactly the same as Ryan. I'm like, uh, 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 dropped. <laughs> yeah, I'm kind of like that too. the The intrigue has me a little bit fascinated, but the fact that yep. they don't, it seems like they don't know what they want me to be watching. Like they don't know what they want to yep. be. It seems. So I'm I'm probably like, in that same boat. Like my dick is really disappointed that two really hot girls making out are in an anime that I dropped. <laughs> like I don't know why that's happening. Like my body doesn't know why that's happening, and my brain is so happy that it is. Happening. To um to quote a song that I have heard recently from the Ben Levin group. That's actually a really good album called Freak Machine. You should go check it out. Um, might actually kind of thematically fit with this. Uh, but uh, there's a line in there that says, uh, do you love me? And the response is, my heart says no, but my cock says yes. <laughs> <laughs> so there's, a, 
There is a little yeah. bit of that. Speaking yeah. of a... Uh... I feel like if I gave it one more episode, my cock would also say... <laughs> <laughs> uh. Speaking of cock saying yes, uh, skirt no naka wa ketamono deshka. <laughs> Best segue! Uh, oh, before we get into this, by the way, I'm not sure when or how it happened, but I seem to have, um, my recording seemed to have paused, so there might be a little stretch we have to pull mine from the YouTube recording. Um, okay. I'm back on now, but uh, yeah. Oh, so. good. Either Jake or I is going to have a lot of fun editing this. Sorry. <laughs> um, I actually, I skipped this show, so I'm going to take a quick break. I'll let you guys keep talking, and I'm just going to mute, be right back. Uh, no, that's uh, all the better for you, man. Um <laughs> Because this show <laughs> is actually porn, and I did not know that yes. until I watched yep. it. I knew that when I watched it, um, and yep, that's what no, it is. It's, and it's also, this is another show that is exactly the title. Uh, yeah. Yep. It's, so we open on a like shy high school girl at a party who's nervous around boys. So to get away from the party, she goes to the restroom. An older, attractive woman follows her in, starts feeling up on her. She kind of falls for it, goes home with this older woman. Turns out the older woman is a cross-dressing dude. They fuck. She wakes up in the morning. End of episode. Uh, this is... A- cross-dressing, not trans. That's an important thing because they they didn't go the trans route. It's just yeah, cross-dressing. It's just cross-dressing. Uh, this is another short. This one was, I think, around eight minutes also. Um, yes. Uh, no, I actually thought it was like four and a half minutes was yeah it, it was but, really short it was yeah, like well yeah. yeah like a minute is spent introducing these two characters at a party and then three minutes are actual porn like full yeah. boobs out it's it's, it's anti. Anti. yeah um yeah like i i sailed the high seas and got the uncensored version because i'm an asshole like i'm terrible <laughs> and, and like the the huge debate online is is this hentai or is this anime it's hentai and in my opinion if it if it's an anime it's a bad anime because there's no substance if it's a hentai yeah. it's a bad hentai because there's no actual because it's like, four minutes sex yeah and yeah. it's not hentai enough it's not yeah. like it's not enough porn to be porn. Like point out in the first episode where they bang. Oh wait, they they don't. They <laughs> they, show the, they show the guy's dick under his skirt, and then and then you're like, oh whoa, that's weird. And then the episode there's, ends. There's and some she wakes up hungover, grabbing, um, and that's it. There's some finger banging and stuff, but. I, yep. I don't know. Under panties, they didn't. Sh- they didn't do shit. This is a. This is strange because this is from a studio that doesn't. If I had known this was this porn, I wouldn't have put studio. it on the list. Uh, I think. I think that's <laughs> the, the the important part. Like, I really don't think this is an anime. This studio made Ricky O. This studio made Ricky O. That's not a name that means anything to me. Isn't that a character from Hook? It's an older. Uh, it's an older anime. I think they're OVAs, but this this studio is not a hentai studio. Huh. I don't understand. Well, well they yeah, are they are now. now. <laughs> Congratulations, you've been upgraded. Um, uh, no. Upgraded? That was the joke. Um, I'm not going to keep watching this. Yeah, no. It's bad at everything it's trying to do and bad at the things it's not trying to do. Yeah, choose choose to be a hentai or choose to be an anime. Except, don't choose to be either of those things. And close uh, your speaking doors. of things that are bad <laughs> and short, Nora, princess and stray cat. We want to wait for Chris Hello. on this one. 
<laughs> like I said, Laura, princess and stray cat. This is like this is like some college kids gathered around and we're like, all right, for this for the semester project, we're gonna make an anime. We'll make it short to make it easy, and we're just gonna like just as easy as possible. We just want to like put something out there, and so they go on DeviantArt and they download some some background files and like cool. They make their little clip art characters and they literally just paste them on top of the backgrounds they found, which are varying styles and nothing matches and everything looks out of place everywhere. And they animate like once every five seconds a character moves and it's really choppy and um, apparently a dude was turned into a cat and they have to kiss the cat, but kissing cats is gross. So they pull out some mouthwash and the mouthwash burns down the house. It wasn't mouthwash. It was like uh, liquor or something like that. Yeah, but I think it was supposed to be rum. Actually, I think the um, I think the animation might have been uh, digital, like uh, Archer style, kind of like two D bone based animation. Um, because it it kind of had oh, that feel that to it, very kind of um, puppety. Whatever it was, the characters in the backgrounds did not go together. Yes, true, true. The, the only um, the only note this that studio I wrote, has I seven oh, anime. This studio has made seven anime. Just want to say that. <laughs> I, I I only wrote one note for one episode this entire uh, podcast, uh, and it's this one. And it, all it says is how not to draw boobs. <laughs> like, what the hell is going on with every person's like breasts in this entire like? N- actually, after, stylistically, after I, like, I, I think they actually had like almost not quite an SD sort of uh, proportion going. Everyone had a kind of like big heads, um, kind of caricatured character models. It's it's a chibi it's a chibi drawing <laughs> with uh, more realistic breasts, but it just looks like orange oranges <laughs> stuffed into a plush figurine, and it's really yeah, every, weird. Like, everything about okay. the animation was jarring and awkward. It, the actual story reminded me a lot of a uh, dog and scissors, which is another show where some guy gets turned into a dog instead of a cat. And that that actually does it really well because you it's not I like however many minutes this was. I don't this one was remember. also short. I think this one was like three minutes mm-hmm. because it ended yeah. and I thought I'd died and gone to heaven and didn't have to watch <laughs> anime anymore. Um, <laughs> right. I was, I was just like, there's no way that I've been put out of my misery this quickly. <laughs> yeah, I think it was like three minutes. Yeah. And the pacing is just so Bad. They were trying to cram uh, a whole bunch of stuff into that time, and it didn't it's, work. It's not as bad as Tyler in the in the same amount mm. of time. I think it was like four. And so, like, yeah, there's not a lot of exposition, um, but it feels kind of like an OVA of an anime that everyone. This really is liked, this is like you know where they're drawing everyone differently. This is another thing that was it was like really ADD. Except in order to be ADD in four minutes, you have to be just, like, insane levels of ADD. And they're like, oh, no, this guy's a cat. Oh, he owes me money. Oh, I love him. Oh, need to go talk to a person. Where is she? Oh, I know where she is. Oh, she's she's at my house eating food. Oh, we're eating food. Oh, something about kiss. Yeah, I fried kiss you fish. No, kiss the cat. Okay, we'll kiss the cat. Cats are gross. And then they, yeah, burn down the house and I already gave that spiel. Like, I... I, (laughs) How are you able to recite the entire It was. Like, this anime moved at a million miles per hour. Like, like, for people that haven't seen it, that's not even, like, an assessment of what it was. That's literally the pace of the show with the exact phrasing (laughs) of the show. 
I'm pretty close to it anyway. It's, it's just garbage. It's not good, and I'm not going to watch nope. that ever again. Or <laughs> yeah. Nope. The animation was bad. It was entirely uninteresting, <laughs> and just, uh, it was, yeah, it, it was just like one of those things where you just sort of like fall into a, a daze for about three minutes, and it's like, all right, time for the next one. <laughs> yeah, it's just... <laughs> and so that we don't talk about this show longer than the show actually ran, Sir Day Dude, children. It's the last one. I thought this one was also a short. I, I it was around was okay. the ten minute mark, I believe, May, maybe twelve. Yeah, I, I thought this was all right. This mm-hmm. this this laid some groundwork for an anime, uh, and that's okay. I I don't know. Ish. I, to me, it just this was like five two minute vignettes of people asking other people out and so we get five couples it donates donates that's not the right word devotes like two minutes to each couple and it's just like sets up kind of the dynamic they have going on and then there's a romantic moment but i never felt like they did good enough making me care that i I was never invested in any of the the confessions or whatever Mm. It was kind of interesting, actually. They kind of um, had a little bit of a spectrum of, like, here are all the different confession tropes, um, and kind of just went through each of them in turn. And I kind of got the impression, because the episode was titled Confessions, that, like, okay, this is the one where everyone's confessing, and the next one's going to be kind of like, here's the same, here's a new theme, and it's each of these couples kind of having their take on the theme, which is kind of an interesting structure. Um, And I kind of felt like a few of those confessions were kind of, like, you know, cute enough to use, I think, probably the only term I can for that, uh, where it's like, okay, like, you can either see yourself a little bit in some of them, or, like, some of them are kind of enjoyable, um, and it's almost like they're trying to, like, we're gonna hit as many possible people as we can with this, <laughs> and see if they're interested in at least one of the couples, and then keep going. So, I don't know, it was, it was not bad. It was, it was an enjoyable enough ten minutes. It also came right after Tyler and uh, whatever shit show that shall not be named that we just <laughs> talked about. So um, our standards are pretty damn low. I think this was I actually was, the I, first of the shorts that I watched. So I found myself strangely interested in this show. Um, it's I I don't hate the vignette style. Um, the art style was I thought pretty cool. Um, it was sort of that dreamlike sort of style and they played with certain stuff like when uh when the dude sees uh the blonde chick smoking they played with kind of the sort of action anime like eye zooms and stuff like that and i completely I, forgot I, about I that i did really like that one student council president yeah. had balls of steel <laughs> balls <laughs> of steel like ah oh, that was that part was actually really good uh that was like and she she had right said there. she had said she would kiss people for money and he's like how much would you basically fuck me for and she goes like uh she did something like ten thousand yen, yen. Or whatever, and he's just like lifts it up he's like hundred thousand yen and he's like perfect <laughs> <laughs> and he's got it in his hand <laughs> yeah. yeah I I, I thought I, this can really go one of two ways for me it's either going to take this as the groundwork like I was saying for an actual like rom com sort of thing and and that would be really good. Or, or, it's going to continue doing two-minute vignettes of this weird stuff um, that, like, half of which I don't really even care about. I think and then Chris going to peter out. I think Chris kind of yeah. has it where it's going to be uh, the those vignettes on a theme. Like, there's an episode called Romantic Comedy, 
And there's, you know, there's the, the episode titles are actually not. <laughs> the episode titles are actually not like the first episode. The first one's confession. The second one is spring. And then there's point blank relationship, romantic comedy, watching you from afar. We don't need girls. Uh, it's all the fever's fault and bruised up angel. Like I feel like. I feel like this anime changes genres. Yeah, through, yeah, that's um, <laughs> like like at episode five, they're just like girls don't matter, and this is a battle, and they fuck you. Like, yeah, this I, I honestly, I wouldn't hate that. I wouldn't hate for them yeah. to do vignettes on on those tropes in each episode. I think I think Chris's pitch for this show is the show I want to watch. <laughs> now the question is, is it that? Yeah. We don't know yet. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> this, exactly. Yeah. There are so many different ways this show could go based on the first episode. Like, it didn't give us any promises about what kind of a show it's going to be. And a few of the ways it could go were interesting, and a few of them are uninteresting. But I, I feel like it kind of did its job then, as a as a first episode of, like, well, what's going to happen next? Like, I, I kind of want to see episode two to see if it's garbage. Or, uh, I, yeah. I really am not going to, because I've got better things to do with my life. <laughs> but um, it's... Yeah, I, I feel like that was okay. They presented what little time they had really well. I, I didn't care for it. The That one scene with the student council president and the girl smoking was kind of adorable, and that was the only thing I cared about. I thought the first scene was kind of cute in like a cute scene. Oh, where she's way. like, I'll tell you I like you tomorrow. <laughs> exactly. Yes. Yes. Uh, I, I didn't appreciate that. No. You didn't? That, I, I, I did. I liked that. I liked all of them except for the last one because pink hair is worst girl. And is that the one? Just like like trash. The one where they were looking at the with yeah the, the telescope stars. and the she's just crying that was not and it's yeah that, I didn't that like the one with stuff. class rep either where she's like making fun of him the whole time or like not making fun of him but picking on him. Oh, I, th- I thought I thought that was kind of cute. But that's probably just a personal preference thing. What's interesting about these four to me is that only in one of them is the guy the one who's being assertive. Um, mm-hmm. And, like, you know, the first one, there's, like, kind of, like, obvious mutual attraction, and they're kind of um, dodging around each other. Uh, the second one, he's just, like, clearly, like, overwhelmed by it. It doesn't know how to react. The third one, he's actually making the moves, and the fourth one is, uh, like, just kind of apathetic, <laughs> almost. Um, yep. And it's interesting to me because, like, that there's... You know, obviously there's probably going to be a paradigm shift from away from the more traditional, like, the guy is the one who asks the girl, always, uh, with very few exceptions. And now in the modern day, there's a lot more girls can ask guys, and it's not necessarily a weird thing. But I, the I'm, thing that was interesting to me is that 75% in this show were the guys being awkward and passive, uh, which I kind of feel speaks to the target audience, or at least the implied target audience. Um, I want to jump if, in here, because mm-hmm. I think you're wrong about okay. all of this. I think it follows the paradigm because I think actually the paradigm in Japan is that the girl asks the guy out. Mm. I could be wrong yeah. here. I was I was gonna say it was cool. But no, I, like, I agree with on you. Valentine's Day, the way you celebrate Valentine's Day in Japan is girls give guys chocolate. Huh? Like if they really like a guy and they have cooking skills, they'll uh bake their own chocolate, you know, make homemade chocolate if they are you know can't do that they'll buy some but girls give guys chocolate and that's kind of the the way confessions work is my understanding huh well i learned something today then 
this, I learned um, that this, this anime is, like... is okay, and I don't really want to watch any more of it. It seems like I'm. I can. I tend to be a bit of a sucker for when you can describe a show as a show about relationships. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I tend to be a little bit of a sucker for that. That's kind of how Love and Lies comes off to me, and and stuff like that. So, I'm, this is the kind of show that I would probably you know light watch. You know, this Dean. This is where you and I match up on anime preferences because I completely <laughs> agree. If it like that's also why I like the continuation of Love and Lies. Sorry, Ryan. Um, I, I think it continues being good, and I think you will continue enjoying it. We will talk about this not when we're no, we will. Podcast. It'll it'll be our last <laughs> we're podcast after we've covered everything, and we're just giving our final thoughts on the shows. Um, okay. Yeah. yeah. This this is kind of the, the. I mean, much like, and again, that's. I think you're right, Jake, because for me, that's not respective of genre either. Like, uh, I talk about um, Iron Blooded Orphans all the time. Because Iron Blooded Orphans is a show about relationships. It's a show about the relationships between leaders and people they lead, leaders and people who trust them, the people who trust each other in a in horrific situations. Like it's it's about relationships, and I think, like I said, I'm a sucker for that. Even Evangelion was about that uh, for quite a bit of it. Like it's about how are these people interacting with other people and also being children and also flying mechs defeating giant things. Yes. <laughs> Like it's it's cool. I, I like it. Um, I I don't I don't think I'm gonna continue this though. Maybe I, I'm I definitely got a lot not of other continuing stuff on my plate this. That I would rather watch. Like I'm at the point where my plate is full and I've already kind of picked up the things that I want. Um, so yeah. Is anyone gonna continue this? I'm a I'm a I'm a I'm a soft continue hard maybe on this. Please please tell me how it is because then I might change my mind. I'm a high zero on this one. Um, I was almost intrigued enough to want to keep going, but uh, as has been the case with a few of these other shows, it's like, uh, it's interesting, but not enough to make me want to continue. So I'm, I'm going to drop it. And that is everything we have to cover this week. We will be back next week with slightly fewer shows to talk about. One that I'm really excited about. And the shows that I'm most excited for. that Dean is most excited for, and those are different shows, so... Yeah, I, I have a feeling we're going to go long next week. Um, I hope so, because I'm, I'm super excited about one of the shows here as well. Which one are you excited? Kakagurui? Yeah, Kakagurui. I've, I've already oh, seen Oh, really? It. I haven't seen it yet. Yep, it's, yeah, I have a lot. Is that the gambling about. one? Yep. Yeah, yep. it's interesting. And this stuff looks, this stuff looks really good to me. Uh I've heard not great things about reflection, and that makes me sad because Stanley, God damn it, man, come on. <laughs> um, but I mean, I, I'm I'm looking forward to the next episode quite a bit. Yep. So next week, episode nine, which needs a better title. Um, my working title for it is just <laughs> Battle Girl Anime Podcast because that's about how creative I am. <laughs> um, Heck yeah. <laughs> Uh. <laughs> so for this week, um, it sounds like we had a lot of zeros. Did we have? I know we had a couple of things that were above zero on the index. What was the highest score? I, think I, one, right? I think the highest score was for. I said um, that I was going to keep watching Classroom of the Elite, and I was the only one. I think Classroom of the Elite was the highest score because Ryan said he was definitely going to stick with it, and I think that's the only anime where we had somebody who was definitely going to mm. stick with it. Way to go, Japan. 
You did it. <laughs> you got one person to stick with something. No, the yeah, we had maybes on. We had maybes on Aho Girl. We had some maybes on uh, on which one? Um, Natsuo, I think. Uh, Natsuzu. No, I think we had that. maybes on. Doesn't that. matter. I don't, I don't know. We this, had maybes this, on. Yeah, everything yeah, we covered this episode, season. we hated. Basically, that's uh, <laughs> that's the long and the short of it. <laughs> Uh, like this this week was so bad that I had to watch Kakeguru <laughs> lift my spirits. Oh, uh, I'm Ryan. You can find me on Twitter at Shadowhawk54. If you're watching this on YouTube, you can find the podcast version at uh, Alternative Internet Radio A I R A D dot I O, which is uh, where you can find other shows on the network. Uh, Dean does a show. You can check him out there. Dean, what shows do you do? Where can people find you? Um, I can be found on Twitter at Dinofiles. I can also be found on YouTube at Dinofiles, but I'm kind of dropping off the YouTube thing a little bit. I'm just going to start use it. I'm just going to use it to upload clips. Um, the show is at airad.io slash dean-o-files. You can just go to AI Radio. It'll be there. Um, and I think that's about it. Jake? Um, so I can be found on Twitter at uh, twitter.com slash nine underscore Chernobyl. C-I-R-N-O-Y-L. I can also be found on AnyList um, uh, forward slash user forward slash C-I-R-N-9-B-Y if you want to see other shows. <laughs> and Chris? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at K-R-U-E-G-E-R underscore Chris. Uh, I also am a co-host of the Backward-Compatible.com podcast where we talk about games and new media with a splash of academia. And uh, Dean just reminded me I have a Patreon. You can find the show on patreon.com slash Thank you, Dean, for doing that subtly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this has been episode eight. I need a better outro. <laughs> That's the way the world works. <laughs> this show is part of the Alternative Internet Radio Podcast Network. For more great shows like this, visit AIR at AIRAD.io.